To begin. Are you watching closely? To begin. Clytus, I'm bored. How to start? What plaything can you offer me today? In Life Itself, a memoir, Roger Ebert begins. I was born inside the movie of my life. I was born a poor black child. The visuals were before me. I was born in it. The audio surrounded me. Molded by it. The plot unfolded inevitably, but not necessarily. I don't remember how I got into the movie, but it continues to entertain me. We all are born with a certain package. We are who we are. Where we were born, who we were born as, how we were raised. We're kind of stuck inside that person. And the purpose of civilization and growth is to be able to reach out and empathize a little bit with other people. And for me, the movies are like a machine that generates empathy. It lets you understand a little bit more about different hopes, aspirations, dreams, and fears. It helps us to identify with the people who are sharing this journey with us. I will keep this brief, because... I don't quite know what's going into this show just yet. There's not even an intro if you're listening to this episode when it comes out. The name of the show is the first syllable. And the reason, anyone who knows me knows I like time loops. I've seen Groundhog Day over 450 times-ish. I don't know the exact number. Wrote about it in a blog, groundhogdayproject.com. Currently doing a Movies by Minutes podcast, looking at it one minute of the movie per week as part of my existential trilogy, and recently, during the Time Loop of the Week segment, talking about the play, Sure Thing, I noticed a line in Shakespeare, this is in Macbeth, everyone often quotes the sound and fury signifying nothing line. Earlier in that same monologue, there's a line about the last syllable of recorded time, and immediately that started putting into my head an idea I've had little bits of ideas here and there about time loop stories and what I would do if I wrote one. Now I'm going to try to write one as a screenplay. And part of the complication is I'm imagining a time loop in the present day with a finite number of loops. This guy's going to study. He can access streaming services. He can watch all these time loop things that I've seen. My list on IMDb of time loop movies and TV shows and video games currently somewhere around 230. I've watched almost all of those, and I want him to reference them. I want my script to reference them even when he doesn't. So right now I'm going through a sort of rewatch. As I piece together what my plot is, I have some basic ideas. And next episode I'll maybe read you some of my early notes on what I'm going to do. As I said in a recent episode of the Groundhog Day Project, Minute by Minute, I want to hit as many tropes as I can. Not to copy them or just have them there because they're the tropes but to sort of deconstruct. And the show is sort of the deconstruction ahead of time of that deconstruction, explaining the process. I don't write like I used to. I used to write every day. I wrote multiple novels, several screenplays, lots of short stories, poetry. Now I barely even write my notes for my podcasts because the conversation, when it's spontaneous, can be more interesting. This is a conversation between me in time loop fiction, I guess. And you get to listen to it. Lucky you. Cut. Perfect. We, uh, it's a past stuff that dreams are made of. You're still here? It's over, Johnny. It's over. It's over. Nothing is over! Go home. Nothing! You just don't turn it off! Go.